It's hard enough to convince those with wings that they are more than just bag of bone and feathered flesh. See, you are flyer than Ovechkin straight wrecking his competition in Philadelphia while on a quest for love. And your roots are rubbed the same celestial dust the stars tend to shrug off before throwing them into the solar wind. So how to hold a sin against you when even angels fall? And ain't it already been proven that mountains ain't shit but a mere nuisance for those two limbs that keep man moving? Y te digo que esta luz is for you to use when your juices for keeping true be used up in the face of Lucifer. So who the fuck said you're a loser? You're one failure closer to full blooming and them tears didn't come from no onions. But see, out back where we're from, the stakes were always high when we left the house. So walk about where Tony roams through. See what you own to. It's a different kind of beef with pork that puts ribs on asphalt platters. <laughs> nah, that ain't sauces that splattered. But the colonel ain't too concerned with finding whose fingers did the licking. These dreams breathed into crimson oil, spilling fuel for organs to organize thoughts to make life Better for our children, but see these stillborn dreams make for living nightmares. Ain't no fright here. See that blight stare right here. Life bear witness to that strife, carefully fitted to our existence since we were little tykes. Dreams nicked from under our noses. Think J.P. Morgan holding pillow over it. Nicholas plan to give every angel its wings back. So how McGuan sing, Jack? When a ting me wash down my gullet makes me sick to my stomach. Things ain't going gingerly, so you're binging. Life hinging on how big a winch we must send in to lift you from the bottom of that bottle. Full throttle, the game is on, dude, cause James is on to his next bottle of Jameson and he's feigned the content of his smile. He ain't been contented since the light years been left him. Shipwrecked him somewhere off the shores of where Kepler been checked him. So he stopped letting the stars in his eyes. He said they was blinding. Life stop being slides and more like crap shoots where the table is jacked. You know shit's dicey when the family owner might be eating off 7-Eleven. Every night ending in slurred, slurred speech. Every night ending in slurred speech thicker than slurpees where dinners be nothing like it was for that reverend in seventh heaven. But yo, check his bedding. See, that stained glass is still stained, but that's how the color gets in. Thank you. All right, I think uh, still, still got to keep it going. Okay, coming to the stage, ladies and gentlemen, please make some noise from the city of Brighton. I'm an addict, A-double-D-I-C-T. But is it nature or nurture? Am I a product of a broken home or a broken society? All I know is that addiction comes from deep inside my brain and for some it's hereditary, but either way, it's not simple. 
It's a mental illness. So I ask you to choose the words you frame. And how do I know the term addictive personality, particularly if I can function highly inside the realms of normal society? Well, have you ever looked at anything and not been able to say no? Have you ever seen something for the first time and not been able to not give it a go? Have you ever had a dream like you're looking in at others but trapped outside the window and standing in the cold or driven high to work because you couldn't break the mold or turned up half cut to a first date because you didn't know what would unfold? I've been six weeks in therapy and it, all it's taught me is that I'm an addict. And I didn't even really have a reason to go there to start with. We've sequentially stomped through my whole life since I was a kid and seemingly there is nothing that anyone said or anyone did. And honestly... Like, I'm pleased that it's turned out this way, but now I have to look in. And looking in is definitely much harder than blame. And you know what? I don't want to put a label on my feelings, but I'd like people to understand that I probably don't think the way that they think. It's like treading water, but overwhelmingly knowing that you'll sink. And so poor decisions don't matter because you're never going to win. I don't weigh up risk with possible shift in outcome because risk isn't an addict's friend if you're not living in the moment. And Mike Skinner once said, I'm troubled by people. Loving isn't easy. You can't Google the solution to people's feelings, but I'm good with people. I'm probably overly intuitive. In fact, that may well be the reason that I even feel like this to begin with. I soak up others' pain and I take on their stories. I'm that person that needs to save someone to the point of it destroying me. And my therapist, interestingly, made me complete a form the other day and it said, do you have obsessive thoughts? But I read, do you obsess over people? And I guess if I can't tell the equal difference between those two things, then the answer is probably yes. Every addiction I've had, I've kicked. I've managed to get clean, but does that word even exist for an addict if my brain and body crave a certain level of dopamine? Because there's things that I've seen and there's things that I've felt. And there's times I've had to stay ice cool while my head and heart secretly melt. And I'm not asking you to relate. I'm not asking for sympathy or pity. I just can't stand here and be fake. The first step is people seeing the real me. And as for therapy, well, I've only been there six weeks and all it's taught me is that I'm an addict. But I think an addict is just a person with a bad habit. For me, it's just this empty wrapper. I'm going to screw it up and put it straight back in my pocket. So this is a promise to you, which is essentially a promise to me. I just needed you all to be here, and I needed you all to see that I'm an addict. A-double-D-I-C-T. I'm an addict of love. I'm an addict of life. I'm an addict of fast living of both false and natural highs. But first and foremost, I'm a human being. And therefore, by nature, my vet... By by nature, my very essence is flawed. I'll be the same person I was when I walked in, even after I walked out that door. But I want you to know that my core, the heart and soul of me, it might be flawed and overly raw and have control over me, but this life is a journey. And so by coming here today, I'm asking you to help me through these bad habits I know I'll eventually break. A label may have helped for some, but it's caused me unnecessary pain because essentially everything I've achieved so far in this life is as a result of this addicted brain. Thank you. The one, the only, My father was a storyteller. He could sit down and hold an audience captive, telling stories with his hands, weaving words into spectacles. Footnote one. Yeah, I see it too. The words, the stories, the hands. 
But this isn't really a heartwarming tale of, and after all, I am my father's daughter. When I was young, he was my favorite. I once went up to the pulpit at church. It must have been Father's Day. Someone carried me up to the mic, feet dangling in the air, preaching to the congregation. I said, I love my daddy because he buys me chikwe. Footnote two. Chikwe is a type of steamed rice cake served with pickled radish and chili sauce, a popular breakfast item in Singapore. Daddy. I can't quite say the word anymore. I think there's something slightly disconcerting about a 32-year-old woman going, I love you, Daddy. I love you, Daddy? I love you, Daddy. Footnote three, don't force funny. It wasn't that he stopped being, it was that he stopped being Daddy a long time ago. It became, your father's calling, your husband wants coffee. Joseph said no. It wasn't that he changed, but that I did. I grew up to see life and love as more than something that you could hold in your hand, but love in time and sweat and here and now. He's buying me things while she's scrimping pocket change to pay the bills. Footnote four. My mother has worn her hair in the same way since Farrah Fawcett was a Charlie's angel with those glorious golden flips she still thinks three times before she buys herself a drink on a hot day. To some extent, he was typecast. One role in all the scenes. He was the angry man, the one you got sent to when you were bad. They didn't like that he cursed a lot. Foul mouth, bad language, bad man. Things tend to line up when you put them in place or perhaps to be typecast is simply to be assigned a role because you play it so well. Footnote five, my favorite word in the English language is cunt. Joseph was an athlete. He was one of those guys who could play every sport and excel at each one. His brother used to say he was world class. He was, he could have been, should have been, would have been. A brother with whom he shed the past and blood, but not now or the present tense. Footnote six, it is easy to speak well of the dead. It is easy to speak ill of the dead. And it is easy to speak of the dead. I wrote him a note once. It said something along the lines of, Every time you speak to her that way, treat her like that, it makes it harder for me to respect you. I folded the note and put it in the plastic container he stored his glasses in so I wouldn't have to look him in the eye. It was the one time I put myself between her and him. Footnote 7. I would only later realize that she would always choose him. Towards the end, we didn't speak anymore. It wasn't that he lost the faculty. It was that I didn't have the capacity to keep up with this. I got a rotten deal in life. I'm sorry, let's start over. Mixtape on repeat. Footnote 8. Trajectories, they line up like curses, taking you wherever they will. But for now, I think I need to keep telling stories with my hands. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Delphine Salomon! We are who we choose to be. You are what you want to be. Don't let it get to you when it sucks. Push yourself forward away from all that darkness. It all starts with three words. Nike may own these three words, but it's you who can prove these three words. Just do it. Don't like your job? 
Drop your shit and get the fuck out of there. And find what you deserve. Ain't happy who, ain't happy who you thought loved you? Dish your asses and find what you deserve. Ain't happy who you are? Tell yourself to go fuck yourself and, and then go back and apologize. <laughs> you deserve what you are entitled to deserve. Let creativity bring you to the sunset. Let passion be your date to the prom. A few guys got it. If I can take it, I can make it. Louis Zamperini. Don't count the days, make the days count. Muhammad Ali. Do or do not, Yoda. It's not who I am underneath. It's what I do that defines me, Batman. You deserve it because that's who you are, and you can prove it by doing these three words. Just do it. Take fear out for a drink and see you want to do it another day. Let commitment be your anchor. And all that will start with just three words. Just do it. You deserve what you deserve. And all you can do is just do it. That's all from me, guys. Thank you. Please put your hands together. Welcome back to the stage. Fred Shuru got gurus in the bloodline, a lot leave a fingerprint in my mind. When I rip a rhyme, rip a flow, pad blow, let them know that there's more than one way to be a man. More that I know, the less I understand. Fam came a long way from the days of Pakistan. People power, power to the people, people paranoid. Could your mental measurements be in? I fell in love with a human. I'm a phone, so you can see why that was problematic, symptomatic of a world of differences. She, human, me, phone. She, soft, warm and breathing. Me, cold and bleeping, but a real phone of steel. She, a beautiful short Latino beauty with pucky breasts and a filled out booty looking pretty in pink. Her big brown eyes made my LED blink. Me, Android, Samsung Galaxy S7 with an edge. Updated, big flat screen, shiny and hated by all the other devices in this shop. They envy what I got, a micro SD card slot. A 64 gig lot of storage, water resistance, 7.7 millimeter thickness. My baby knew how to come and get this, and she'd be the curve to my edge screen. My, my, what a beauty queen. Our eyes caught each other in the true shop. She walked on over, picked me up, shouted, this one, wrap him up. I fit so perfectly in her sweet little hands. Yeah, they said I'm a slim fit, but size don't matter. It's how she uses it. And anyway, I was bigger than her hands. Couldn't wait for her fingers and I to begin our sweet, seductive little dance. 
She paid for me. I wasn't insulted, just wanted her to take me home so we could play a game of hide the sugar and salt. And mmm, was she sweet. She got to know me, feeling me up with oil, pressing every button I've got, wiping my screen clean, caressing my back, tucking me into her warm pocket right beside her warm right thigh, put me on vibrate all through the night, always looking at me with those seductive brown eyes. Sometimes she'd gaze at me for time on time, and sometimes I even wondered why she cried when she looked at me. Was I that much of a handsome? Some devil, hee hee. What can I say? It must be my five, three, four pixel density. The first thing she did when she woke up in the morning was look at me right after I woke her up with my sexy melody. The one she spent ages picking, and then she'd toss me back onto the bed as she got showered and dressed. Mmm, seeing those locks against the gape of her neck, and then she'd come back to bed, pick me up, and check. My texts <laughs> gently place me in her purse, and off we'd go to work. She never left me alone for more than 20 minutes at work. I swear she checked me more than she worked. Of course, that buddy of hers at work's a jerk. Absolute buck. If he thinks he's going to get it in with my missus just because he can twerk, well, can he hot spot it like me? Can he break it down like this Samsung Galaxy? Nah, didn't think so. Thank you. Coming to the stage, coming to the stage, ladies and gentlemen. Put your hands together for Hamish! And so the old doctor went home to his den to procure some more cure from his uronic end and drew out his phallus and pointed it callously straight at the chalice and began to piss callously. And he heaved and he drained and he drained and he heaved till his penis head sagged and went back up its sleeve. <laughs> he, siphoned, he siphoned the water with no attempt to boil it filling the container up straight from the toilet. <laughs> when finished filling his disgusting distinning, he stacked it on Moses, his donkey, and mewling, who snorted and he hawed his hat off his head, but the doctor, still stocking, stuck a stack on instead. Stop stumping, you stoic, for I'll show you no clemency. Back to my poor pauper people of penancy. So the small steed started on down the road, unpropped by the dock, supplementing his load, stumbling as stock stacked unstuck from his back, racked as each back rack detached from the pack. The people drew near them like rats in a cellar, cell rats like smack addicts surrounding a cellar. They clawed at the cure that eluded their grasp, rasping out cusses through short-stuttered gasps. But the doctor stopped bottles from reaching the weak who couldn't protest as their mouths couldn't speak. Some fell to their knees and then died where they lay, overwhelmed by diseases and vibed by decay. 
When they arrived, Moses slowed to a stand as the doctor got off from his ass to the land. Till the doctor descended on the peasants of peasants, peasants of penance, presenting him presents, but dissenting his presence. I know what you've come for, my friends. Yes, I do. Some more of my medicine brew just for you. Let it draw forth your poor, sore, raw, and smelly, consisting of syphilitic cysts in your belly. Those who can give me their all that they've got can sip, can sip what, can nip what they sip from this bold bit of shot. The people were angry but desperate as well as they swelled from the foul, dwindling dwellings. They dwelled. They bundled their bones in the sacks of their skin and queued up like queuing pee to begin. The doctor then pocketed all their belongings, belonging to him now. The crowd cried with longing. Look at you there, my dear friends, dead and dying, hair dialing tears up of crocodile crying. Quiet, he smiled and half blinked a wink. The time it has come, my dear friends, for a drink. Alas, we must leave it and let the dock be and wait for his downfall. But that's all in part three. Let's see, before I bring up the next poet, is there anything I need to tell you? Hmm. Oh, all right. Are y'all down for a mythology minute? Okay, Mythology Minute, Mythology Minute. Damn, I usually I prepare one, but I'll think of one. All right, all right, here's one, here's one, here's one. Okay, are you familiar with the story of, or the, the, the name Thoth? Thoth. Sound, ring a bell? Thoth, T-H-O-T-H, Thoth. Right, it's, like, it's like shush. Okay, Thoth. All right, well, I'll put you on game, right? So Thoth <laughs> is an Egyptian deity, right? And he has the head of an ibis. I don't know if you know what an ibis is. It's a, it's a wading bird, right? It's a bird with long legs so, such that he can wade in the tides. He or she. Birds are both female and male. Um, and basically, he is the counterpart of Mercury, the messenger god, right? And uh, so there's the hermetic tradition, which says they're the same. And he's got a long beak, which is his writing utensil. And this is the guy, this is the master of masters. Thoth, a.k.a. Mercury, a.k.a. Hermes, a.k.a. Uh, basically Moses, too, messenger of Jesus, God, or whatever, with the staff and the snake, right? Um, and... Basically, this is the first learned men that, with, that received knowledge of ideas and speaking and communication. And, and he is the one who passed man knowledge direct from the source. And that is your mythology minute. <laughs> All right. I, yeah. Thoth. Thoth. And by the way, thought and Thoth are related. Thought. The word thought and thoth, and not to be mistaken with thought, T-H-O-T. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the stage, Mr. Charlie! Black. Black. 
a couple toes like a flat sandal Might have to jack some like my name is Samuel You might need to learn to rap, son, take a manual Ate a few MCs, I'm a rap cannibal It's high stakes on the highway And it should come with no surprise To find you're not the man you thought you was Loved and admired, time flies the second you hit pause And the drugs are like a side effect, never the cause so I jostled with this thought to find the remedy Crawled on all fours through that tiny little door Where's my enemy forgiven? Must have missed the writings on the walls Did I scrawled real talk for the record Very little effort to decrypt it from this vision Of a crumbling kingdom United or divided by the way we live our lives Keep living Advice to my future self Or due to the chain of supply on the conveyor belt Till the early hours alone Waiting for the kid to come home Lie about the paraphernalia But that's just how it goes Rise and roll with the failures Even panda and my demons But that line in the sand Won't save us This devastation is unknown, babe Look at what the monster gone and done. Barely any time to find a remedy that's fit for the test. Don't have the self-belief that I need to disinvest. So where's the sedative? Say I'm not home, babe. Look at what the monster gone and done. Running out of time to find a remedy that's fit for the test. Don't have the self-belief that I need to disinvest. Took a load off my chest So the head to disengage I've been in pieces Time to pick them up again Sobered up But the trouble is These people saved my life And now I need them Course they got the demons too That's why I had to leave them And it ain't been easy on my own At Least I can't be held account For every girl I brung home Used to say my love was like a black box And it's true Never trust the smile of a crackpot and now it's getting hard to manage So I'm asking you to put on that red light, Roxanne You've done enough damage to my life I don't have to be this person But never really put the time it takes to be the better version Always worse than it seems Yeah, I've seen the way the plot of tent of thicken When your hunger becomes you It's the world we live in, how life could have been different If it wasn't for your love I'd give up fighting my addiction It's devastation, it's unknown, babe Look at what the monster's gone and done. Barely any time to find a remedy that's fit for the test. Don't have the self-belief that I need to disinvest. So where's the sedative? Say I'm not home, babe. Look at what the monster's gone and done. Running out of time to find a remedy that's fit for the test. I don't have the self-belief that I need to just disinvest. <laughs> One more round of applause, ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Banks. Oh, yes, it's a slow beat. It's okay, though. We about to make the crowd sway, yo. Follow me, yo, like I do, yes. Yes, we so blessed. Sitting in our seats, listen to poetry, we be. In lyrical lunacy, yes, sorry. It's an asylum, and I'm flying high off the vibes. Everybody comes to the mic and sheds their light. Oh, yes, oh my, how did we get so lucky? 
I don't really know. The only word that comes to mind is fucking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Oh, we're ready for our next poet, are we not? You know it. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. Don't call me expat unless I stand small on Canadian soil. My soiled footprints pressed on maple leaf and autumn red, more reminiscent of blood than native skin. 150 years trivial, our home, question mark, and native land, exclamation mark, ellipsis, ellipsis. A TV camera flares, the news anchor pitching pale male bald reflections, smoothing over the word sesquicentennial, like rehearsed neo-colonial gospel, glossing over our 150-year history of violence. Fireworks crack the sky open like boastful genocide, distracting from the dance of northern lights, a glistening proof of untamable beauty. The brightest star is lost, replaced with bilingual legacy, handsome rhetoric instilling false hope for reconciliation, for green energy, and underneath the surface, oil lies. Our son's command of empty promises proves masterful. So please don't call me expatriate unless I recite this protest on the stolen back of Turtle Island, my blood mixed with sprawling concrete, my Atrocity and oppression, conquest and dominion, dishonor and unfound, unsearched for, forever promised redemption. All attempts to escape ambiguity, searching of Asianness, are met by the ineptitude of an ancestral tongue long colonized. Identify me, a proper foreigner, whose most useful tool is the language of the oppressor. English. I unblinkingly cringe. My title, teacher, tyrant, corrupted core deep in the absence of my mortal opposition, I am expressionless. So don't call me teacher unless I show you the way out, unless I empower you with the tools of revolution and revolt. On Monday, the morning ceremony bell will ring, not of truth, but of control and we will unwittingly stand together in defiance. Don't call me teacher when you can call me brother. United in our institutionalization, our government-funded conditioning, you approach me with the idea of uprising. And you are encouraged by this foreigner. But somewhere I wonder if it will be my deportation or your death we enroll an extra class, scripting the constitution of the new regime in English. Yeah. You got it. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah.
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back Guy! People tell each other secrets, it helps build trust. Except when they tell other people, leaving you with disgust. Something you should know, whatever the season. Secrets are secrets for a very important reason. Don't tell your secrets when your friends are corrupt. Especially when the secret is really fucked up. Put your past in a pie and serve it to a friend. But make sure you trust them until the earth's end. Anyway, there's something I want to tell you, get this. You know that guy Richard? He's got syphilis. Caught it off some woman he met in Soy Cowboy. Don't tell anyone, though, or he'll be real annoyed. What about Cynthia? I heard her dad's in jail, and she's working three jobs just to help pay the bail. You ever meet my friend Beth? Tall girl, addicted to meth. You can tell by her eyes and the stench of her breath. You probably never met her, but ever heard of Caroline? Not many people know, but there's videos of her online. The kind of videos that would end her relationship. If her boyfriend saw them, then he would abandon ship. You must know Mickey, the guy with the weird curls. He's cheating on his girlfriend with several schoolgirls. John hides in the closet because his family would disown. And Tracy's bulimic, that's why she's thin as a bone. I love spreading secrets on the toast of betrayal. But if my secret caught wind, I could end up in jail. Lauren killed a blind kid's goldfish. Sebastian has a fucking weird fetish. Sam robbed an ATM acting like he's the breadwinner. And Benjamin had to suck a dick just to pay for his dinner. We all have secrets, some worse than others, but there's always something that we hide from our mothers. Jane likes to dabble in voodoo. Peter got drunk and got a really shit tattoo. I heard a secret about Guy. You know about him? That kid who does poetry and should go to the gym. <laughs> you can't tell anyone, but he did something grim. Back in England, he used to go for walks with his Labrador, appreciating the countryside, walking by the lakeshore. Some crazy gypsy who tried to kill his dog. He had to protect her. He beat the man bloody with a metal detector. <sighs> that gypsy took his last breath by the daffodils. Guy didn't mean to kill him. He was still shaking from the chills. He dragged his body into the lake, all the while sobbing. His lifeless corpse bobbing, heart no longer throbbing. Out of breath in a frenzy, surrounded by morning fog. Guy could only weep as he hugged his frightened dog. Ah, what's wrong with you? Always talking in past tense. I trusted you. I told you that in confidence. My back aches from carrying this sin. I don't want to keep secrets from my future children. They say honesty is the best policy. Do those rules apply when you commit an atrocity? I saved my dog's life. I wasn't going to let her die. Who can I talk to about it? No one except my bonsai. You spill my secrets and I'll spill your blood. I'll have two secrets after I bury you in the mud. I don't hurt people anymore. Now I grow flowers. You can still eat me if you want, but I might taste sour. Sleepless secrets secrete bleakness. Treat your weakness with sweetness. Don't be facetious. The ocean listens and is kind enough to accept me. And those spirits in the street who whisper so intently. Let your, don't let your secrets define who you are. And be careful who you tell them to, or you'll be left with a scar.
please. Ladies and gentlemen, give them a round of applause. Yes, yes, yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, these eight word smiths. I'm going to tell you, it's not easy to do this, y'all. I swear to you, it's not easy. There's hours of writing, hours of rehearsal, then dealing with you strangers who we don't fucking know you and you're here scoring us. Why? What the fuck? Right? Um, so please give them a round of applause for their bravery, for their awesomeness, for their talent, because this shit is what it's about right here. So now, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you the winner of tonight's Poetry Slam and the featured poet for Synthesis, which is the theme of the show in Runner Fruit. Go! All right, everyone, please, all poets move forward. Again, give them a round of applause, all of y'all. It's about community, ladies and gentlemen. It's about fellowship. Um, scores don't mean shit, but we got to have them, because then we can't have a winner to go to Wonder Fruit. Um, once again, ladies and gentlemen, these are your poets for the evening. Congratulations, Mr. Guy! Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, poets. Thank you, audience. Thank you, Live Lounge staff, Cop and Cop. And we'll be back someday. DJ! Second Floor Samurais Gasara no Togi Joni Go Shotai DJ Robri Breaker Marat Spider Monkey on the boards I'm a samurai gorilla Banging on my chest Leave a little chimpanzee Panicking and stress We demanding bananas Japan to the west And I use brutal force Ain't brandishing a tech Goichi zero daikyo no kiro isaru Sakenderu ryu wa iroiro aru Benz yori noritai no wa neko basu Ikkaru gaki wa ima mo welcome Product of the jungle I love monkey boars But they cutting down a tree So my fam's gonna starve Gotta come up with a way To profit from art Cause we cannot stay in last place In Mario Kart Nankai ojitemo tachi agare Poro poro ni saretemo I take a walk through the ages, talking stages, never could be confined, locked in cages. My primal urge were the epitome of rages. If I was colorblind, I would still see racist. I search and see the human race evolve in phases. Cities or the jungles and all these places. You style and grace, don't get caught with it tasteless. If you can't face it, get caught with a facelift. I'm a primate with a prime rate mind state. Hanging from a vine, carry my weight, rhyme rate. I will keep the tribe safe, don't care how long the time takes, never gonna stop. No matter what the sign states, some of these monkeys are funkies, never gonna make it. Heart full of passion, but the soul is vacant. If you lose control on the road that you're taking, there's a monkey on your back and you're never gonna shake him. Thank <laughs> you. 
I'm the king of the jungle, I'm swinging from the trees If you don't look up, then you can't see me Never bend the knee to the powers that be Do or die for the tribe is the code of the free I'm the king of the jungle, swinging from the trees If you don't look up, then you can't see me Never bend the knee to the powers that be Do or die for the tribe is the code of the free